Today is September 4th, 2021. My name is Brandon and I'm here with Alia. We're gonna talk about media manipulation. We're gonna talk about how narratives are created through not only TV broadcasts, but also books and, and public figures, celebrities. Um, you wanna introduce yourself? Hi guys, my name's Alia. I'm honored that Brandon has asked me to be here today because I do think it is so important um, for us to connect with our peers and see, you know, what's going on and for everyone to kind of realize what's happening today. You know, I myself kind of hate politics. Um, I try to avoid it at all costs. But this is something that goes beyond politics, and that's what we're here to talk about today. You, there's something that's been going on at our university. We both go to Florida Gulf Coast University, and um, they have this program. I'll, I'll let you take care of it. It's called the Soren 4 program. Thank you. So yeah, as Brandon said, it is called the Soren 4 program. It is an amazing and I believe unique opportunity only available to FGCU students. But as long as every FGCU student maintains their eligibility over four years and after they graduate, they are eligible to receive their first year out-of-pocket tuition money back to them once they graduate and meet all requirements. Right now, FGCU is suspending this program for a lot of us, this has been devastating news. For some of us, we have no idea what's happening. And so that's why I believe it is so crucial right now to raise awareness, to kind of let every student, every, every let every FGCU student know what's going on. So if you guys are interested in what's happening and how you can help, please follow the, our Instagram page. It's just Stop FGCU, very simple. And it, it tells you everything that's going on right now, what you can do to help, and we're not gonna let FGCU get away with this. Thank you. And the problem, one of the problems is that it was so immediate, right? Because they've come through with a lot of policies since COVID started and uh, it was kind of grandfathered in, right? So I know there was a change in um, the Honors College. I know there's a um, policy change as far as switching majors, which kind of applied to me because I've switched majors like three times. But again, I'm okay because it was grandfathered in. But now... This is kind of immediate. They're saying even if someone was graduating after this semester, after fall 2021, you would not get the Soren for program, program. I don't even know if they're including fall 2021 right now, you know, which is what's so scary. A lot of seniors are, are graduating this semester and they're they're just incredulous to what's happening because they're so close to the end. They are at the end actually. And to have this program taken from them after all their hard work and you know time spent devoted to this program this is just unacceptable and um at the very least you know we're not gonna let fgcu get away with this but at the very least we're gonna make sure that fgcu keeps its promise to every student that it has already you know told hey you know you do this hard work and it's gonna pay off we're gonna give you this thing and so at the very least they're gonna honor their their promise um, i'm gonna make sure that's ha gonna happen but i need every student support in doing this so follow our Instagram to see what you can do to help and how we're going to prevent this what's you know prevalent is that not only I mean yes there's a people in the Fort Myers area that, that go here um, I'm personally not one of those people but there's a lot of people that are out of state like yourself and and uh, I have a roommate who's from Iowa and he's uh, one of those people that would fall into the storm four category he was looking to get $12,000 because like um, like she said it's it's everything. It's all your tuition from the, your first year, everything that you paid out of pocket. So if you got some scholarship money, then you know it goes away, which makes sense. But it's it's just appalling that you know he's not getting any of that twelve thousand dollars, which he happens to be going to medical school in a year. So that would definitely help with the yeah. the impending debt 
that he's already in because he's going to leave here with some debt, and then on top of that, he's going to be compiling. So, and, and just, I mean, I you could you could speculate on why they did this, but, I, I mean, maybe because of the, the new building and the no, water school. No, they've actually stated that the reason for um, their suspension of this program is to kind of judge the the financial um, prospect of it. And, you know, in, in, I sent an email to FGCU and I said, listen, students aren't stupid. They see two new schools. They see raffles to support propaganda. They see free t-shirts and AirPods and air fryers being handed out left and right. And they see all this. And then you rip the ground out from underneath them and tell them that we don't have um, money for for their futures and it's just it's it's unimaginable that FGCU would do this even if they do choose to do the right thing and follow through on their promise that they've made to me four years ago I'm a senior now I'm looking at graduating real soon and I'm looking at more than your friends looking at you know and I'm not even a med student I am going into business so I understand all the financial complications that comes with this program but they made this promise to me four years ago. They know what's going to happen once every FGCU student who who maintains their eligibility and who meets those requirements, what's going to happen when they graduate? They're going to expect FGCU to keep their promise. You know, this isn't some surprise that's that's dropping, falling from the sky now. This is something that's been been going on since my freshman year four years ago in 2018. This is no surprise. The only surprise is FGCU's. Um, thinking and that they can break this promise to students and and rip the ground from, out from underneath them, in a in an email that is clearly tried to be hidden in another policy regulation as you mentioned, um, and seems as though it was composed in less than under two minutes, and this is just outrageous. I mean, you know, I haven't been able to eat, I haven't been able to sleep, and for for many students, this is turning their whole world upside down right now. You know, if if you're not one of these students, then Fortunately for you, you're not, you know, as reliant on this program, but all of your peers are counting on you to show your support, to stop this from happening, and we're not going to let FGCU do this to us. A point that you made, it was, is just how casual they dropped it on us. Exactly. And it's not, you know, I don't read every single email that FGCU sends to me. I don't, because they send too many. It should almost be illegal, the amount of emails they send, and that's exactly what they try to do. That's what disgusts me the most. It, you know, that's only one of the things that disgusts me the most. But they tried to hide this this po- in another, you know, mysterious policy revision. And I'm guilty of not reading those, even though they probably are super important. You know, God knows what else they're doing to us if they can just drop this um, like that. But, you know, thank God for whoever, whoever does read all their emails. You know, um, my thanks to you because... This is just, this is insane that they could think that they could do this to us and try to hide it, no less, and then to, to write it off as not a big deal, you know, not as the um, the FGCU Fraternity Council actually um, is describing this issue very well right now on their Instagram if you want to check them out as well. They've stated, you know, all the reasons why we're mad, why this is atrocious, and the fact that FGCU is doing this so flippantly is just, is heartbreaking. And and for someone like you that would reap full benefits from this, I mean, this is something that you're looking at the entire four years and, and maybe, I, I don't know, but maybe you're already financially planning to receive um, however much money you're, you're going was, to get from that. Yeah. And now, like, your your future plans, I mean, you said you're graduating so soon. Your entire future is has to be a little uh, recalculated. 
Yeah. Definitely, definitely, you know, and I consider myself very lucky that that I will, you know, more or less be fine even if FGCU does commit this atrocity, but my heart breaks for every FGCU student, every FGCU family right now that has been reliant on this program um, ever since they made the decision to come to FGCU, and, you know, God forbid that the breaking of this promise is going to make them have to declare bankruptcy or put them out on the streets because this is a very real possibility that is going to happen to your peers if FGCU breaks this promise. But I'm here to tell you we're not going to let them do that. We're not going to let that happen. So follow our Instagram to see what you can do to help and come out September 14th to Cohen Center, the building with all the food. They're going to be having a meeting. Whatever time you can come is greatly appreciated. I believe our issue will be discussed between 12 and 1 p.m. But like Brandon here, he can't even, you know, I, I don't follow you at all, but he cannot make it, unfortunately, um, because, you know, we are students. We do, leave, do live busy lives, and not all of us are make it out are going to be able to make it out September 14th. But if you can, please come anytime that you can, you know, even if it's for just a five minutes to show your support for what's happening right now to your fellow Eagles, and we're going to tell them they can't do this to us. That's September 14th, September noon 14th. at Cohen Center? Yes. Yeah, so that's that's going to be the event, and that's going to be something that's, I mean, that would be it right there. I mean, the amount of people, because um, I would say, just like the other FGC policies, like, maybe it's not as, it's. I mean, this is the most prevalent policy change that Absolutely. they've had in, in quite a while. So I think that we have to let them know this, and I, I'm not really uh, happy about just the way that, that the president's been going about things. I mean, regardless of this, exactly. I mean, he's been... Um, the emails that he's been sending in terms of the, the vaccinations, mm-hmm. I mean, that's been a little concerning exactly. um, because, one, he is not able to to do anything about it. I mean, he any uh, FGCU as a public university because of the governor's uh, mandate cannot require masks or vaccinations um, at, the, at the university. All they can do is say that they expect, which that's the policy. Mm-hmm. But they're using right. they're using money and they're. You know, and I believe it is our money. We pay to go here. We pay for our education. And, you know, hopefully it's an amazing it's an amazing thing that we're receiving and we'll be able to use to get a job and, and build a future for ourselves and be self-reliant. But they're they're using money and they're they're having raffles to to be vaccinated to even if you are already vaccinated to um, put your information into their system and let them know, you know, how successful they're being and pushing their propaganda and I think it's it's outrageous whether or not you believe in vaccines, whether um, you you know you have it or not. I do actually have the vaccine, but I still think that what they're doing is very wrong and very concerning. Uh, I personally, I personally don't have the vaccine. Um, I'm not my. I would say that most of the people that I know do, and and that's their choice. Um, what is not okay is the blatant discrimination i mean let's call it what it is it's discrimination uh based uh for the people that are not vaccinated and people that are choosing to not inject themselves with something that's more or less an experiment um i think that it's it's disgraceful that the fda even approved the pfizer vaccine without any clinical trials and i understand you know the the overall situation that's going on with with covid and and I know that they're saying that the Delta variant is, you know, a problem. But now they're saying that the vaccine is not really um, helping out with the, the Delta variant. I you know, missed a word there, but yeah, it's, it's not really effective. It's not really effective uh, against the Delta variant specifically. 
yet that's why but that's the whole reason why they're pushing the vaccine in the first place and that, that kind of goes goes to the the broader i mean it's not just fgcu it's it's all over the country it's it's everywhere right now and you know um regardless how, of how you feel that's what's so hard about this is there's so much information every day that that we receive through whatever you know source of input social media or your school president or your parents or your friends you know there's something new every day don't trust the vaccine do trust the vaccine wear a mask don't wear a mask um preventative measures are preventative preventative measures don't do shit you know it's just so confusing and so all over the place that it's hard to know what you believe and what's going on but regardless what however you feel about the vaccine about politics at the core of the issue is that Americans are being stripped of their freedoms. You know, right now, um, the military is being mandated to take the vaccine. And as someone who has many loved ones who are in the military, this hits really close to home for me. Um, because, you know, they, the military exists solely to protect Americans, to protect their freedoms. And now we're going to take their freedom from them and tell them, look, you don't have a choice. You're getting the vaccine. And if you don't, we're going to strip you of all your benefits, all your time that you've devoted to protecting American lives and American freedoms. We're taking that from you. We're taking your title. We're taking your college. We're taking your future effectively. And they're telling them that all your sacrifices didn't mean shit, didn't mean jack shit. And I think every American right now should be up in arms about this. I mean, this is just unacceptable. Um, and, and not only not only that, right? So then there's a situation with Kabul and Afghanistan, right? Exactly. Yes, we pulled out of Afghanistan, but the blatant like I, I don't even want it. I don't even want to call it disrespect. It's just disregard for human disregard. life and Americans. When when the administration is notified, and this this goes back to 9/11. Bush was notified of the attacks, didn't do anything to stop it. Uh, Biden and the administration was notified that the, uh, that certain attacks would happen at a certain time and nothing was done uh, to protect those American lives. And um, were and there were Americans killed. There were Americans killed. There was someone, I am 20 years old and there was a 20 year old that died and he was not even in the armed forces. And that exactly. gives me chills. Exactly. That is so chilling to even think about that someone my age who maybe he maybe he was even convinced by a recruiter when he was coming out of high school maybe he didn't know what he wanted to do with his life and decided you know what i think the military would be good just kind of get you know a basis so at least i feel like i'm doing something in my life and and he goes overseas because he has to that's part of the job and he's a medic he was a medic and he and he didn't make it out alive and and that is just based off the pure incompetence of of the administration. So I, I, I agree. So not only with with the vaccine, but also um, with the poor, horrible misjudgment and and mismanagement of, of the administration. Now there's there's blood on his hands, as as they say. There's blood on on the administration's hands and. There's 13. Is that the number? 13 people that died. Um, Military members, at, at least, you know. Um, and I think you raised some really good points. You know, most of the, the military members who died, I mean, they weren't the only ones, um, which is, you know, not that any every life is not valuable and, and equal, but these are the best bright men and men and women of our society who are risking their lives to protect Americans and to protect our freedoms. 
And, you know, for many of them, uh, it was the, the military was the only option. So whether or not they believed they were doing something with their life or it was literally the only option to get out of where they were at, you know, many people go to high school and they talk to a recruiter and the recruiter tells them, hey, look, you can you can make all this money. You can see the world. The military is just all sunshine. Well, maybe not sunshine and rainbows. I'm sure they don't tell them that. But, you know, there are many great things that the military can offer you. And to an extent, that's very true, you know, but the sac- the the kind of what they give up is is their freedom and their their right to their government property. Exactly, exactly. They are, they are government property, you know, and many people are trying to argue, oh, they don't, they don't have a choice. They're government property. They need to get the vaccine if it's being mandated. Do you hear yourself right now? Like, do you hear the words that just came out of your mouth? If if the if the government tells every military member tomorrow to go shoot a dog, should they shoot the dog? I mean, like, right. so many people are going to say, oh, that has nothing to do with the vaccine, where we're protecting the the public health. I mean, no, we're, that's not what it's about. You know, unfortunately, Corona has become such a political issue and isn't about the public health anymore. It's it's solely about the politics and, and control for the most part, you know. Um, and what's what's been concerning? Sorry to cut you off, but not at all. It's been it really has been about the power of the entire time. And people that have been following me for last couple of years, they kind of see it. They they didn't believe me. Mm-hmm. They didn't believe the other people that have been saying it. And not that it, not by all means, I was not a, a leading voice in this effort, but I was kind of echoing the people that, that I that share the same values as me. And first it was, oh, it's just a mask. Right. Oh, no, no. Sorry. Before that, it was it's just 14 days. Right. Just 15 days to slow the spread. That's it. And, right, and a year and a half later, year, and we are and we are very. Uh, oh, yeah. More than a year and a half later. More, the, than, the, yeah. more than that. It's been first. First, it was 15 days to slow the spread. Oh, it's just wearing a mask. Oh, it's just you can't go outside your house. It's just just for a few more weeks, a few more months. I mean, people, I mean, God bless the governor, right, for letting us, for for recognizing that people have their own lives and and the best way to get, quote, unquote, back to normal. I fucking hate that phrase. But the the best way to get back to normal is to get back to normal and just, just do what you would normally do rather than accommodate for other things people already know okay coronavirus is a potentially deadly disease even though there's a 99 percent uh survival rate to that anyway people do die from covid i'm not i'm not saying that it doesn't happen but if you don't want now maybe uh maybe you have someone that's elderly in your family someone that's more likely to pass away from it then you're going to take the accommodations you're not i mean unless unless you don't care about them you are going to wear your mask you're gonna you're gonna do things that have been i mean not that masks are even that great as the science you know even fauci said it fauci said that the masks don't work right and uh if you if you know what steps you need to take to protect yourself and the people that you care about and if you want to go and and risk your own life or whatever your own uh condition to to live a normal life, then that's on you. And and that's something that's been missed for a while now. You don't, and when people say, oh, you need to wear a mask for my mask to be effective. That just means that the masks don't mean shit. That just means, so if the masks don't you know, like help, then then what are we doing? And then now they're set now, I mean, we are way past just masking now. We're, we're double masking, we're taking vaccines. We're, to, we're up to booster shots now. So now they're saying, 
if you don't take the vaccine, then my vaccine doesn't mean anything. And that is just an if those words, if people are just self-aware of what they're saying, then then it, it would it would help a lot more. It would help a lot more. And so I understand your yeah. your frustrations and everything you said, Brandon. Um, I think I have to respectfully disagree just just a little bit. Um, it's hard to put a definition on that that um, disagreement. But, um, you know, there, like I said, there is so many contradicting things about whether or not all of this is effective or not. And depending on every person, you know, you believe, you know, that that maybe the vaccines are effective, but masks don't do anything. Or maybe that masks are effective, but you're not getting the vaccine. And it's just so it differs for every single person. But I think that um, at the core of what Brandon is trying to say is that we, you know, we all make a choice. Um, every individual one of us to go out and to be a part of society and this this is this concept has really been lost on on so many people and so I made a comparison the other day which I think you know is is accurate and true that if I if we were both in a public space and I was a smoker and I chose to smoke next to you and you told me you know hey like look I don't believe in smoking I think it's a hazard to my health as studies have proven um, you know, or, or whether or not studies have proven them or not, you know, I just think it's a hazard to my health, I don't like the smell, whatever. I would prefer that you did not do this thing in this public place that we both chose to be at of our own free will at the same time, you know, and I would respect that. I would understand, like, look, you know, for whatever reason, Brandon doesn't like when I smoke. And even though we're, we're both in this public place and, you know, I have the freedom to do such a thing and Brandon has the freedom to walk away to go somewhere else, um, I respect that, that Brandon doesn't like it when, when I smoke. But, you know, at, at the core of it, I still have the freedom to tell Brandon, look, man, we're both in a public place. I want to smoke out here. If you don't like it, you can, you can go over there or you can, you can leave my presence, you know. But you know, hopefully or, you know, prob- most likely Brandon and I, are, are doing something together, we're having lunch, you know, we're outside, whatever, and we've both chosen to be there at that same time. But we're both aware that Brandon is free to choose to leave at any time. I'm free to choose whether or not to smoke or not in his presence, you know. And so this applies uh, this applies to, to the vaccine, you know. I went to a, a meeting the other day and I saw that everyone's wearing masks and so I respected that, you know, um, they they want to stay on campus and and that's what they believe is that the masks will help them in doing so so I put my mask on to you know respect that um but for the most part you know I've I've gotten really kind of sick of of having COVID shoved down my throat all the time and and wearing my mask you know especially in Florida um a lot of our listeners aren't in Florida or you know are are in different seasons but it is hot, and wearing a mask is, is very kind of constricting, even if you're an ACN-controlled environment, you know. I have someone who works on airplanes, and every day for, for 13 hours, for two hours, however long, um, she she feels, they feel like they cannot get enough air in the airplane wearing a mask all day, you know, much less talk to people and hear what they're saying, you know, and and in such a tight space, or even if you're in an open field it is so hard to hear someone with a mask on and and hear what they're saying and so then you you know it's it's natural for us to want to pull our mask off and so the other person can hear us better or or move closer but doesn't that kind of defeat the whole point I mean if I 
can't understand you we can't communicate effectively you know we're gonna take our we're gonna take our masks off and that's only natural um whether or not you believe in them or not when corona first started i was very advocative um and supportive of you know doing my best to follow all the guidelines that the government had recommended you know um to wear my mask to to stay indoors unless it was crucially necessary i was hand sanitizing after every trip to walmart you know my my nails were turning different colors because um, I wear or acrylics or whatever and um, you know but I was like well this is for the public safety you know this is this is nothing compared to the public safety I'm going to do all these things but but now I recognize that every individual we all make choices to be a part of society and we accept and in doing so we accept all the risks and you know kind of hazards that that come with being a part of society I mean you step outside or even in your home you're trusting you're trusting that something in life is not going to kill you you know a car is not going to run you over your neighbor's not going to murder you whatever um you know you're you're taking the risk that you will or will not get corona and even my neighbor who just stays home and has her groceries delivered because she is immunocompromised you know she she does kind of try and do everything to prevent prevent getting covid um it can it can even happen to her i've heard of uh, on Twitter, when this all first started, the most careful individuals, because they were immunocompromised, they did the same thing. They had their groceries delivered. They didn't go out. They did everything, quote-unquote, that they were supposed to do, and they still got corona, you know? So, li- shit just happens, man. Life happens to all of us, and that's that's unfair sometimes, for sure, but, but does that mean you stop living your life? It doesn't. It doesn't. And I agree with everything you just said. Um, I, I'm re- I'm not really sure where we disagreed in the in the first part, but I, I would I was referring more to the fact that it was it's more the media rationalizing the what we should do rather than letting us make our own decisions. Right, it, it'd it's, be one it's the thing. freedom of Americans, and every military member is out there is sacrificing, you know, holidays, birthdays, um, Christmases, every you know whatever religion you are, every memorable moment or to in, to unmemorable moment that we take for granted, you know. The fact that I can I can leave right now and and go and get a, a coffee or go home watch that whatever, you know, whatever I'm free to do is only only because we have military members who protect Americans, who protect our rights, and they sacrifice all of that, everything that we take for granted. And right now we're telling them, "Hey, your sacrifice doesn't matter. Your freedoms don't matter. And we're taking this choice from you. And if you think that you can take the military member's choice, you know, what do you think? What do you think? Who do you think they're coming for next? They're going to start mandating that every individual has, you know, is forced to take a vaccine. And this might sound like a conspiracy theory, but a year ago, you know, or, or even three years ago, if I told you you're going to spend a whole over a year and a half inside your home for fear of a virus that, you know, has a better success rate of surviving than than most common viruses, you would tell me that I was a nut job, that I was crazy, that this is a conspiracy theory, you know. And a year and a half ago, um, I have a very close loved one who saw all of this was going to happen, you know, and maybe he wasn't exactly accurate in the in nitty-gritty details but he saw the big picture he saw what was going to happen and all of his friends were calling him crazy and to the point where he was he was breaking breaking down on me and it broke my heart you know 
And as much as I tried to be there for him and be sympathetic, um, you know, uh, I never thought he was crazy, but I thought, you know, oh, like, you know, kind of that, I mean, I didn't, maybe not that I didn't think it would happen, just that I really, really didn't want what he was saying to be true, but I think deep down I did know, I did know that he was um, seeing what was going on, and it's, it's, I'm sad, I'm sad for, for both of us that it has kind of taken me this long to recognize the core of it, which is that Americans are being stripped of their freedoms. We're having our freedoms taken away, you know, and I am proud to be an American, but not right now. Right right now I'm ashamed of what we're doing to our military and not just the military, but, but other jobs, you know, um, any public health job, any, uh, any, like the, the nurses mm-hmm. that there's, you know, nurses are being forced to take the vaccine, which they see firsthand mm-hmm. may or may not be the right thing to take for exactly. them. Not and then they're interrupt. quitting. Mm-hmm. Not to interrupt you, but I have a friend. Um, he has a very close friend. His wife is a nurse and she refused to take the vaccine. She's afraid. She's terrified to her bones of the vaccine. And um, she's going to be fired. You know, she's not going to be able to support her family. She's not going to be able to raise her kids. She's not going to be able to afford to send them to school or even feed them, you know, and that's really scary. And that's something that's happening, you know, across every factor of America right now, no matter if you're a service worker or not, no matter if you're military or not. A lot of people are being forced down the chain of command to start, you know, to take this vaccine. And I have a lot of um, friends and loved ones who are like, you know, I have I have every spectrum of the region. I have people who are saying, yes, take the vaccine. It's what's best for you. Then I had people who are like, you know, uh, I'm not too sure about this. I'm not sure if I'm comfortable with this. Um, I feel as though my freedoms are being taken from me, you know, whether I believe in the vaccine or not. I don't believe in this. I'm not going to get the vaccine just because I, I see that my freedoms are being taken. And I and I'm going to do this as, you know, a pushback on on telling me my freedoms are being taken as American, the country that's supposed to be the most free in the world. You know, I look at what's happening in Afghanistan right now. And while I've never been there and unfortunately, and considering everything that's happened, I don't think I will ever go there, even though I have heard it's a beautiful country, you know, and I'm sure just as every culture and religion is worth seeing, Afghanistan is also worth seeing and, you know, appreciating as well. But what they're what what the Taliban believes in and what ISIS and, and all those other groups believe in, I, I don't agree with. I don't agree with how they treat women as, as less than nothing. I mean, not even, you know, as property. They treat them as, as less than nothing. And we are so ignorant of the fact of how much we take for granted here here in the States, you know, our, from our freedoms to maybe you're female, maybe you're not, from how much um, feed for females and freedom aren't valued in in other countries you know and i'm not the biggest feminist i mean i don't go out and advocate for feminist rights however you believe on that subject but what's happening in texas right now too um if you haven't heard they have passed a law that is very strict on abortion and um we're telling you know texas is in the united states we're telling women that they don't have the right to their their own bodies their right to their um, freedoms and as an American I find all of this deeply deeply concerning to my core and I think every American should be right now yeah well I'm not gonna comment on the on the Texas case right now um, I think that it just goes back to you know government overreach it is and it is. Um, and pl- not even just overreach sorry to interrupt you but there are 
actively, from what I've heard, you know, and, and this may or may not be true, as, as is all things that we hear through the grapevine or through social media or news or whatever, but I do not believe that journalists and other people in the field would put this out there if this wasn't true. I've heard that they are actively trying to prevent um, people who want to leave Afghanistan and, and military members and Americans from leaving. Um, there, there has been a special uh, Green Beret special navy forces they all banded together and they kind of had the secret is pineapple i think it was called the pineapple Pineapple express Express, right exactly you know and the fact that they're taking it upon themselves is i mean is super honorable but the fact that they're taking it upon themselves to do this thing and not our government who's who's supposed to be a civil servant who is supposed to work for us not in control of us the fact that they had to do this is just if that doesn't tell you like hey like America is fucked right now then then you're not awake you don't realize you're not aware you're just you're sleeping on on you know and that is going to be hard to hear it was hard to hear for me but you need to wake up America you need to wake up all of my peers all of my friends anyone out there right now who who is a U.S. citizen where you're whether you're foreign born domestic born um if you're living in the United States right now and enjoying its freedoms this is something that should concern you and you know the people who died like you said earlier it's crazy to me because i'm 21 years old right now and 21 years have gone by so fast i remember um you know when when 9 11 happened and and when that happened i wasn't really kind of um cognizant cognizant enough to 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 recognize that but um my mom actually lost a really good friend on 9 11 and i remember i remember her and my dad and, and how they cried and were destroyed by what's happening. So, so my heart breaks and, and for those younger than me that died and, and their all, families. All these things that we're talking about, all these things that, um, like, none of this stuff is said in mainstream media. Exactly. If you go, if you go and look on TV, just going back to the media manipulation, mm-hmm. it's they they will never, you know, really. I don't know. There, there's a left and a right side of exactly. news, right. and I'm not saying like there's. You know, people on the right have whatever they have to say about Fox News. They tend to say positive things about it. But really, it's – and this is a term that's not really talked about a lot. It's called controlled opposition. So – and and that's what Fox News is, and that's what all these things – I mean, when you look at MSNBC, especially CNN, and uh, and most of these things, t- Twitter as a platform um, – I'll come back to that later – but Fox is kind of that controlled opposition. They know that they're literally just going to say the opposite of what CNN says on purpose. And and Project Veritas, by which, by the way, gets a very bad rap for saying that, they oh, my gosh, they only attack leftist uh, organizations. Not true. They go and they, they try to expose, you know, the government, kind of like um, Julian Assange did. I don't, know if, I don't know if many of you guys remember that. I would Google his name. But... They just kind of show that whatever you send to, whatever someone sends to Fox, if it if it promotes something that's on on the right, then then they'll post it. If it's if you send something that's on the left to CNN, then then they'll post it because it fits kind of a narrative. And if you don't, if you guys haven't noticed yet, it's the same attitude that they had under Trump. So it, you could take it's almost like you could replace the words. You could almost take whatever they're saying about Trump. And put it on Fox News, and just replacing it with Biden, and that's exactly what's coming out of Sean Hannity's mouth. And and 
what's and again like all this what's being ignored is what we're talking about right so they won't really um, go and say oh what what happens when the government pushes you hard you will never you will never see that on television because and, and this is something that I, I, I have a point of so everything that you even see on TV from the shows to the commercials is it's propaganda for something and advertising is a form of propaganda for sure right so whether it's propaganda for something as serious as as getting a vaccine or something as I don't know, business <laughs> related as like buying a my pillow. I mean, like every you're being like. Well, my pillow is not. Sorry to interrupt, but my pillow is not. You know, solely um, kind of unbiased anymore. I mean, sure. My, my right. Kundel, that I was. I was trying to. Mike Lindell does clearly right. very support. Um, and is you know. He's I, kind of going down a rabbit hole right now, but he's kind of. Uh, the point I was trying to make, like it, it could be just towards a a product and trying to uh, create a feeling towards a product, and. Um, it, it may like any kind of propaganda may seem like subtle. Like it may just be like seen like you may see a certain uh, logo on like multiple, uh, you know, on ESPN. You may see it and then you'll see it in a commercial. And then when you see it in stores, oh, I've seen that all these places. So it's like implanting subconscious messages in your brain. But it may be subtle. like even in Nickelodeon, there, there may be an overarching theme of a kid's show, which I mean, looking at it now, the, the the shows that are happening now are a lot more aimed for propaganda than than when we were growing up, right? So um, I would say there are a lot more innocent shows when we were growing up, and now it's more so pushing, for example, um, pushing diversity. I would say that they kind of, uh, I don't know, iCarly is an example for that now. I guess they're kind of bringing back iCarly, and they're kind of, yeah, I think I, that's that's what I'm seeing. But like, sure, when when news channels go live to an event, that might that may be what you're thinking right now. It's not the network's propaganda, but if you're not necessarily paying attention to everything that they're saying, the network will then come back. It's like, well, what you just saw was, and then they'll then that's where the propaganda comes in. That's where the narrative comes in. So for the people, and this is something that was very evident um, in the 2016 race and. Um, if you're listening to this and you went to high school with me, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, not a lot of people listened to Trump or Bernie's full speeches or Hillary's speeches for that matter. No one listened to Hillary speak at all. I think that's a very fair point. You know, people just hear what they want to hear, right. whether either side, whoever they look it is. for headlines and who controls the headlines. And, and the sad reality is that most of us whether we do or don't have the time I mean we just we just don't make the time you know I'm one of those people I don't give a shit about politics but I mean I probably should because it is something that is affecting Americans or you know that does affect every American um, the government is meant to be a public servant but uh, I just want to say real quick that I don't I don't really know those people that you mentioned I don't really you know follow those media outlets um, but, uh, you know, I do have a friend who strongly believes that, like you said, that propaganda is in everything. And I don't know how much the extent I believed that. Um, but, you know, as adults, we do look back and we do look at the shows that we used to watch. And we, we recognize that we miss so many things at such a young age, you know. And I think that's definitely possible that that's something that's happening to me, that I miss those kind of propaganda messages and everything because, because I am not as aware as I probably should be. Um, you know, and I do think that media outlets have their biases. Like, I know someone who's very um, right who watches Tucker Carlson. Like, 
like it's you know the best thing since sliced bread and and that's fine to an extent but you have to recognize that like you said every news outlet is kind of pushing their own beliefs their own agendas their own their own narrative right and you have to filter all of this and it sucks it's hard work you know but life is fucking hard so so i mean just like do it wake up and realize that this is something that is a fully functioning thinking adult and you should be that is something that is required of you to to see these biases to recognize that everyone is biased in their own way but that nobody is crazy nobody is crazy everyone has a reason for believing what they believe and doing what they do and recognizing these reasons is one of the most important things that you can do as a thinking american and and that's a great point i think when you sit down and and i'm i'm sure we don't agree on you know everything politically but if we sat down we could agree on probably 90 percent of things i think that goes for most americans and um something that i just want to kind of leave people with is look at i mean this is easily googleable look at who owns these news networks and you'll find that it's there's very few people that own a lot of things including the news network so who and that's what's so scary people with such amount of power and money i believe that they operate at a completely different planet planet level than ordinary people but it's important to recognize this and that there are people in government with this type of power that are people who are controlling so many factors of your life with this type of power and recognize that the government is encroaching more and more on your freedoms and you need to wake up and, and I could not have said it better myself. Um, yeah, look, look who. Uh, last thing, I would just look at who owns. Um, look what Disney owns. I should say, look what Disney owns. Look what uh, Bill Gates has power over, and all, all those things. It's insane. And, and then you'll see. Okay, well, Disney has ties to China. Okay, well, what does China want? China wants the downfall of the United States. It may so. sound crazy, but there, but there is definitely truth rooted in all things, and I do think that that is a very good point. So um, that's kind of what uh, we have to say. Uh, I appreciate you guys, you guys listening. Thank you so much. And I uh, hope you get, if you find anything useful in this video, I mean, there's really, we're going to promote it a decent amount, but please make sure to share it, get the word out. Exactly. Um, if not, feel free to um, reach out to us on social media. My Instagram is b.plim. Mine is A-L-I-A underscore J-1. Please reach out to me. All right, guys. Have a good day. Bye.